Hello and welcome to the Egyptian Dream podcast with me, Liam Flint. And me, Tom Ellis. And we're part of the Planet Sport Football Africa team coming at you from sunny Cairo. It's day 11 at AFCON 2019. Okay, Tom, here we are. We're back on the balcony. It's the morning after the night before. Quite a late finish for us, wasn't it? 2am, I think, when we finally crawled back in. I think that's right. We got back from Cairo International Stadium after finding a taxi after a while, didn't we? And then got into bed and I tell you, I had to have another shower because it's so hot. It's a long day of sweating and it's good to be back on the balcony now, though. Yeah, we, we like it here. We feel at home on this balcony, I think. It's going to become a, a regular part of our podcast. And, of course, we're referring to the Pharaohs game last night versus Uganda. Terrific occasion, and we'll be unpacking all of that reaction for you this morning. And also, we'll be looking ahead to other things as well that's coming up in the next day. But we start with the big one, as a Mo Salah-inspired Egypt ran out 2-0 winners against what was pretty much a wasteful crane side. So here's our match report and our immediate reaction to what unfolded at the Cairo International Stadium. So it's just finished here at the Cairo International Stadium where we've witnessed Egypt, the hosts of the Africa Cup of Nations, beat Uganda 2-0 to secure their top spot in the group. That's three wins from three uh, and three clean sheets as well. A goal today from Mohamed Salah in the 36th minute and captain El Mohamedi in the 45th or 46th minute, sorry, uh, just before half time. Um, Liam, we thought it was going to go Uganda's way early on. They seem to be the ones having all the chances. Yeah, I'm still in a bit of shock, to be honest. I think Uganda, first half, they were pressing well. They were quick in possession. Egypt looked a bit sluggish. Didn't look like the home side with a, a massive stadium behind them. Could, just couldn't believe it, really, that they didn't score. What was that, five or six chances they had? Um, they just couldn't get it over the line. And then, of course, when you've got someone like Mo Salah in your team, that can happen at any point. Amazing free kick. The whole mood shifted. The whole stadium changed, got behind them. And then Uganda really never got back in it, but they continue to have chances. So I can't quite believe that we're talking about a 2-0 victory. Um, but there you go, there's Mo. And both obviously going through to the round of 16, Egypt off in the group, Uganda in second. Uh, so they'll be looking to sharpen up their shooting, I'm sure, in the next rounds. Yeah, I think they've got a few problems. I mean, the creativity-wise was great, but they missed the final ball today. Um, Emmanuel Okwe up front just couldn't get it together. But yeah, Uganda have been great. They've been a credit to the tournament. Four points, they're going through. That's all they could ask for, really. So they'll hope to, to draw one of the big boys in the last 16, and Egypt just crash on. And what an atmosphere the home fans created. Uh, we got into the stadium, and it was absolutely full. The Egyptian flags were waving. The fans were making a lot of noise non-stop throughout the whole game. Well, we were there, what, three hours before kickoff, and it was just absolute carnival, absolutely packed out. I don't think you'd get this for any other game at AFCON, apart from if Egypt are playing at home. Absolutely unbelievable atmosphere. I don't think we've been, I think both of us said, I don't think we've been in a game quite like it. Uh, you've got to say, passionate support, amazing that everybody comes out. The amount of Mo Salah shirts that I saw, couldn't believe it. It must be making an absolute killing off of his merchandise. Um, and yeah, of course, they, they satisfied the fans tonight. Yeah, so brilliant to be at that game, Liam. A brilliant atmosphere, seeing Egypt, the hosts, win. But a, a little stat, an unbelievable 17 shots from Uganda um, to seven from Egypt. So Egypt really did well. Salah's class, standing above the rest there, 
with that unbelievable free kick. And one thing that we can come away saying is that the fans adore Mohamed Salah. Just take a little listen to this. So this is a little clip when they read out his number and his name at the stadium. That was before the game inside the stadium and afterwards we managed to find a few fans on a street corner handily standing next to a Mohamed Salah cutout. You're standing here with the figurine of Mo Salah. How did he do tonight? How did Egypt do, do you think? Uh, yeah, um, I see today the game was very good. Um, I expected that uh, Egypt will win 2-0. So yeah, so I, I, was, un I was lucky. So um, yeah, yeah. So now, um, now we are very happy because we... Uh, we will play in next uh, next uh, next uh, next trade, yeah. So so uh, everything is good, and we are very happy as you see. So yeah. I mean, we we wouldn't have won the game if he if he hadn't scored that goal, because uh, he, he uh, I think he uh, he's the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Can he, can he take you all the way? Can you win the competition? We hope. <laughs> we hope. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah, everyone, um, everyone sees that um, that Mo Salah is the only one who can <laughs> who can do this, like uh, like what he did with Liverpool and with a Champions League. So uh, we hope so. So some Egyptian reaction there. Now let's get another point of view. Let's get into the Ugandan camp. And after the game, we managed to catch up with the Uganda Cranes coach, Sebastian Dezarba, on how his team played on the night. Here's how he found it. We were disappointed because we deserve another result today. I think, unfortunately, uh, we, we, don't, uh, we don't score. But uh, I am very proud of my player today because we, we showed a very good, uh, very good picture of uh, Uganda football. And... Uh, our target was to, to be qualified in the next round and, uh, and uh, we reach with uh, this target and I am very, very happy for that because the Federation rock as uh, the, the boy also and I am very, very proud of my, uh, of my players. Thank you. So the Ugandan coach, rightly proud of his boys. Uh, we also managed to get a quick word with Uganda keeper, Dennis Onyango, who actually went off injured towards the end of the game, which must have left the Ugandan fans worried. but. Fear not, he's okay. Here's what he had to say. I think it was just a few errors that we did, but this is a team with experience. Those are their moments when they score goals. The moment they knew that we are attacking them, they caught us on a break. But all in all, I'm happy with the team. Unfortunately, we lost, but happy that we've qualified. And we look to the next challenge, which is uh, in a few days to come, and we need to rectify our mistakes because we're playing. We might play a team with experience like Egypt, and we get punished the same way. How far do you think you can go? We are the last. We are in the next group. We'll see who comes ahead of us, and uh, it's all about believing because we've seen small teams like Madagascar beating Nigeria, the powerhouse. So anything is possible at the moment. So naturally, the main headlines there dominated by Egypt and Mo Salah. Do you remember there were other games on yesterday? Group B matches, still things to be decided as everyone scrambles to get over the line in their group. And we did see Guinea in the other Group B game overcome Burundi 2-0, so that's Burundi done and actually Guinea done after the way the results went. And amazingly, Madagascar won 2-0 against Nigeria. I think, Tom, both of us were, were very surprised by that. But again, the the Madagascar train just keeps charging on. Absolutely, Madagascar ranked 108th in the world, 63 places 
below Nigeria. Um, so Nigeria go through runners-up of that group. Who'd have thought Madagascar in their first AFCON as well? So they've done incredibly well. Yeah, I was going to say it's a real surprise of a result, but simply based on form, that went exactly to the script of how it should have done. Nigeria had been scratchy, just about got through, not clicking really, and Madagascar on the other end of the scale are just on fire at the minute. Okay, time to check in with Planet Sport Football Africa producer Steve Vickers, who was at the game last night getting some Madagascan reaction to what could be a shock result. Here he is reflecting on how it all went down last night. Well, what an upset this was, except for the fact that Madagascar have been so positive and so enterprising in their previous two games that you could actually believe it as you saw it unfolding. No big-name players for Madagascar up against the Nigeria team that had Wilfred Ndidi of Leicester, Alex Iwobi of Arsenal and Liam Balogun of Brighton. And Balogun made a terrible error in the 13th minute when he messed up receiving a routine pass along the back and Leilana pounced to make it 1-0. Andrea got the second early on in the second half with a free kick that deflected off Ndidi. Nigeria created little, they were very flat. It's the greatest ever win for Madagascar at their first ever Nations Cup. They're through to the round of 16. I spoke to a fan amid noisy celebrations outside the stadium. <laughs> Uh, my name is Rina. I'm from Madagascar. Six years, seven years like this. You, you live in Egypt? Yes, I live in And you've beaten Nigeria. How do you feel? I'm very happy because it's the first time we win. And it's two and zero. And it's, I'm very, very happy. Can you believe it? Yes, I believe it. And I hope Maria is the finalist. Well, amazing excitement there. Anisette is the highest profile player for Madagascar. He plays for Ludogorets in Bulgaria. We didn't expect to finish first uh, because, uh, because I think the favorite for this uh, group was Nigeria and Guinea. And uh, we just give our uh, best. In this tournament, I think, don't have small team anymore because small team can make problems for big team. Of course, nobody knows about, um, about Madagascar. Expect the movie Madagascar, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I know the capacity of my player. I I know the quality of the player. Very very important thing is that uh, we know how the other team play, but they don't know us. And, and this is uh, some key of uh, our success today because uh, me I know the quality of my team and uh, we just play and I know that we are very very good player and uh, for sure we can go far away. But you know in football. It is not an uh, easy game and we have to give always the best. So the result means Madagascar are top of the group. They'll play one of the best third place teams in the round of 16. So they must have a great chance of going through to the quarterfinals. Nigeria are the runners up in the group. Now they play the runners up in Group F. Uh, that could very possibly be Ghana in the round of 16. So the Super Eagles doing it the hard way again. Thanks, Steve. We'll be hearing more from Steve Vickers as the tournament progresses. So, as we continue to sit here on our balcony in Cairo, it's quite interesting. We went into downtown Cairo yesterday, into the more central part, and it's very different to where we're situated. We're kind of surrounded by desert in the suburbs, and as you may be able to hear, there's a lot of building work going on, so lots of blocks and apartments are going up all around us. Um, so it does feel like we're in a bit of a building site, but also the desert. So sorry if you can hear the drills going on in the background. Anyway, it's probably time to hear some of your thoughts. Liam, let's go through some of these messages then that we've got from football fans. 
Yeah, start at the top of this. So Ishmael Saidu Kanu in Sierra Leone says this. I was really stunned. As a debutant, it was a step in the right direction to win against the former champions, Bravo to Madagascar. And Samana picking up there on what everyone else is feeling, I think, that Madagascar are definitely on a roll. Ricky in Zambia. Egypt is the most happening team thus far, and I see Trezeguet winning player of the tournament. So far, so good. Not a boring AFCON. Well, that's good to hear, Ricky. And Alan Ernest in Rwanda. And we did ask a question a couple of days ago, which teams have impressed you the most in the lead-up so far? And he says this, my thoughts go to the Maghreb teams. I'm saying Algeria, Morocco, and as usual, Egypt. So Alan is definitely favouring those North African teams to go far in this tournament. Well, we're almost out of time for today. There's plenty to keep you AFCON entertained. As Tom and I sit here, we're just thinking, planning forward to today's games. There's so much action in Group C and D. Group D will see Namibia play Ivory Coast and South Africa meet Morocco. And there's still lots to be decided in that group. And then in Group C, a huge game between Kenya and Senegal, both fighting for that qualification spot alongside Algeria. Meanwhile, Tanzania, who are technically already out, finish off against group toppers Algeria. Yeah, all those games today happening in Cairo. So looking forward to going to a couple of matches later and then struggling to find our taxi home. It'll be another late one, I think, for us, Liam. It'll be another 2 a.m., won't it? Joys, that's what we live for, 2 a.m., walking the streets of Cairo. So we'll be back with you tomorrow to see how that all pans out. Um, until then, enjoy today's games at AFCON 2019. Uh, keep sending in your messages via WhatsApp, and we do love the voice notes too. The number to message is plus four four seven nine five five two three two seven eight zero. If you need that again, it's plus four four. 7955 We'll be back tomorrow. So for now, I'm Tom Ellis. And I'm Liam Flint. And this has been Egyptian Dream, brought to you by the Planet Sport Football Africa team here in Cairo for Passion for Sport. Passion for Sport.